welcome to the Live for Marriage, Money, and Teenagers podcast, where we talk about ways to have a happy marriage, live debt-free and financially free, to raising teenagers to be successful adults. We will dive into marriage prep to what our guests have found that works for their marriages and surviving those teenage years and giving your kids lessons to be a successful adult that they may not learn in school and how to be debt-free and reach your financial freedom goals so you have choices to retire early or to have the retirement that you want. Now, here's your host, author of Mills Way to Richer Living book, Bruce Mills. Good morning. Are governments nervous about cryptocurrencies? Governments and people alike are nervous, and I would be also of anything of the unknown or not normal. Those things can make people nervous. You know, our protective walls go up with stuff like that and says, oh, that won't work, or that's a scam, or we think back of the times of the things that were fads that didn't work out. Some of my friends think I'm crazy and I should run away from digital currency. I think back in 1983, back when people, computers were just coming out, or not even out, and people would say, hey, everybody's going to have a computer in their house someday. (laughs) I thought they were crazy. You know, back then I had a calculator watch. I thought I was cool. Well, (laughs) it looks like I missed a great opportunity to get in early on computers and computer softwares. Jeez, I don't want to miss out on another wave like that. This could be a possible wave. Who knows? More and more businesses are getting into digital currency for their businesses. I've heard of now Square.com, Tesla, a bank, and others. They've invested in digital currencies to make it more part of a normal way of life. It's coming, people. I think it's coming. Who knows? Maybe someday there will be digital currency only. There won't be dollar bills. There won't be different bills in every country. Who knows? Who had ever thought back in the day, in 1983, that someday we would be carrying around a phone that would have more power than a personal computer from back in 1983. Look at the things we can do on our phones. There's Apple Watches. There's so many different devices that we have nowadays that we didn't have back in the 80s that are now people can't live without a cell phone. Our cars have computers in them. Our cars have GPS and so many other electronic technical tools. So it makes sense. What's the next step? Digital currency. Now, Darlene and myself, we're in the early years of our retirement. So, you know, we probably won't see the full rollout of digital currency like our boys will. But I still think it has room for massive growth during our time and our kids' time. But of course, like any investment, it can have some massive dips like the stock market can, like real estate can. So like any investment, you've got to be able to ride that roller coaster up and downs or be able to handle losing your money. 
digital currency investing may not be for someone who's totally into stocks or totally into real estate. But think, if you own real estate rental properties or you sold properties and you were able to be the one, the one person that would accept digital currency as payments, wouldn't that set you apart from others? I think it would. After I said that, I'm thinking I'm going to get into another business venture myself with this idea. Mark Cuban, I heard, owns digital currency, and someone said that he thought of it as the future. And if he would start a new business, it would have digital currency around it or in it some way. Now, if you use my favorite tool called Google, you can see some of the digital currency that Mark Cuban has invested in. Governments around the world are probably all scrambling trying to figure out how to handle this new digital currency world that is becoming more of a household name. I know for myself, I've had two tax returns and I had to show my digital currency transactions and net gain and loss. In the United States, the IRS have figured it out, it seems like. I currently use Coinbase for most all of my digital currency, and they help give me a peace of mind at tax time. They've got easy tools where I can print off the reports and give it to my CPA at tax time. Hopefully someday I'll find where my Bitcoins that I had 10 years ago. But again, that's probably my pipe dream. As always, I'm not giving you any financial advice and you should seek the advice from your professional advisor to see what's best for your situation. Be sure to check out my disclaimer at millsway.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Now before we talk more about digital currencies and government's concerns, let's take a quick commercial break. Hey everyone, just a quick break so I can tell you about our show sponsor for today. Welcome back. We know people and governments have reason to be nervous or anxious about Bitcoins and other cryptocurrencies. I know the more I learn about cryptocurrencies and digital currencies and Bitcoins, the more comfortable I am with the idea of owning more digital currencies. I know if I would ever own more than 3 to 5%, then maybe that would get me out of my comfort zone. You know, we teach our boys to keep, you know, maybe under 5% of their net worth just to play it safe so they don't have all their eggs in one basket. While cryptocurrencies, the largest faction being bitcoins, are regular gaining popularity in the general population, governments around the world are becoming increasingly worried. Typically, conventional currencies associated with specific countries are regulated by the government, essentially so they can dictate, track, and monitor. Value is given to a specific currency, and the residents of that country must adhere to all the regulations simply because governments possess the power. Now if organizations other than the government are immersing their own currency into society, 
it cannot be treated like a government-issued currency. So taking all that into consideration, it's no wonder that officials are so anxious. Let's consider each aspect of cryptocurrency that puts fear into the hearts of governments from practically every nation. First, let's talk about loss of control. For a government to lose a certain degree of control over something as crucial as currency, which has a direct impact on the overall economy, it's very challenging for them to deal with. As cryptocurrencies are peer-to-peer -peer networks, it places some control into the hands of the people of the country and therefore challenges the control of the government. As Bitcoin has become more popular globally, governments are feeling insecure about their ability to control their government's or economy's currency. It's also hard to regulate. Cryptocurrencies aren't an actual form of money. It's just software on a computer drive. That along with identities being hidden and blockchain technology being publicly accessible creates a difficulty for governments which are trying to regulate it. What makes it harder is the fact that even though it's just software, it's often used to make purchases and complete transactions, which are also features of real money. Then there's the worry of illegal activity. A valid worry for governments is the risk of illegal activity involving individuals with hidden identities. For example, if people are using the autonomy of a Bitcoin to deal drugs, launder money, traffic children, or fund terrorism, then people say that demands some serious attention. Another aspect of crime which we'll touch on next is the problem of tax evasion. So it has limited taxability. It is no secret that a large chunk of the country's economy is from the taxing system that a government puts in place. Now, as we've already mentioned, cryptocurrency isn't classified as actual money, so it can't be taxed in the same way, can it? However, it is considered an asset and is usually taxed in the same way something like gold is. But it's often questioned if people actually declare the cryptocurrency they own. I do. And like I said, using Coinbase reports, I give that to my CPA. Even with governments and people skeptical or worried about digital currencies, I do believe in the following sites that... I feel are safe and, like I said, help me with my tax issues. Coinbase, for one, which is my main bank for digital currency, and then Pi, which isn't an official digital currency yet, but I hope it will be someday as my phone keeps mining digital Pi currency. Let's first talk about Coinbase. I haven't made a ton of money on this site yet. And right now I'm playing with house money. It's money I get made from watching some videos and taking quizzes, answering some questions. But it's fun because I don't have any 
thing invested but my time and I can watch the money go up and down. They also have a way I can get more free Bitcoin just by inviting people to join. And when one of my friends buys or sells $100 with a crypto, we both get $10 in free Bitcoin. Hopefully my friends will join or listeners to this will join if you're not afraid of digital currency. Now, last time I checked, I think there's like 42 different cryptocurrencies on Coinbase that you can buy and sell. That number can fluctuate at times depending on what Coinbase feels is safe digital currency to sell or trade. I've linked my home bank account with the website so it's easy for me to transfer money either to buy coins or when I sell coins and I want to put the money back in my home bank. Next, let's talk about this Pi Network. It's I got my boys doing it, and they're pretty excited about it. It's the first digital currency you can mine on your phone. If you decide to try it, please use Mills Way as your referral code. If you decide to join, our boys are having fun with this phone app and watching it grow. Pi makes cryptocurrency mining easy for them. The breakthrough technology allows them to mine on their phone without draining their phone battery. Bottom line, I wish I could tell you that there was a great get-rich-quick scheme out there to get free Bitcoins, but I'm not able to tell you that. There probably are some people out there that want you to believe that their way you can get rich fast and get Bitcoins, but everything I've seen so far has been scams to the most part. Bitcoins is like anything else that has value. Things can go up or down, depending on supply and demand. I've owned stocks that did the same thing. One year they could be worth lots of money, and next year they could be a penny stock or out of business. You just don't know. Just on the news again this morning, a big chain of electronic stores here in the metro are going out of business. They've been in business for so long. I thought they were a really strong company. Boom, they're gone. So you just don't know about the future. I still feel if the boys use a small percentage of their net worth and invest it wisely using Coinbase, they could possibly make some good returns on cryptocurrencies if they learn how to invest in it. There are still so many unknowns about digital currency I know that Darlene isn't excited about them, but the boys see it as a future. I feel it could be mainstream someday. And we're an angel investor in a credit card company that I've told you about before that uses Bitcoins to convert to money. So when you go to, let's say, buy McDonald's today for lunch, you can use that credit card, which you're actually using Bitcoins, and... You can make your purchase. Time will tell if that angel investment was a good idea or a not. I have some others invested in Bitcoin, around the Bitcoin technology. We want to give our boys the best chance to have their money last for them through their retirement years. Have them reach their financial freedom goals. They need to live somewhat with a frugal mindset and spend less than they make and invest that money towards their 
financial freedom goals. I hope that for everyone listening to this podcast, all my friends, people around the world, I want everybody to reach their financial freedom goals. Now, that dollar amount can be different for everybody. You don't need billions of dollars to be happy. You can be happy with less money, but it's a lot easier the more money you have and if you're debt-free and and don't have anything weighing you down. Now, let's leave on some positive quotes. First one, get your money to work for you as hard as you work for it by Napoleon Hill. Next one, one, make money. Two, use that money to make more money. Three, repeat the process by Warren Buffett. Next one, there's no way to happiness. Happiness is a path by Buddha. Last one, change your thoughts, change your life by Wayne Dwyer. Let me know your thoughts about this blog. Let me know what you would like to hear on my future podcasts. If you'd like to be a guest on my podcast, drop me an email, bruceandmillsway.com. Visit millsway.com. Be sure to share my podcast with your friends, family. Hope you have a great day and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Live For Marriage, Money, and Teenagers podcast with Bruce Mills. Be sure to check back every Thursday for a new Live For podcast at anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcast, Radio Public, Spotify, and more coming. Or go to millsway.com or livefor.club. Please support this podcast at anchor.fm slash live for or millsway.com or paypal.me slash millsway. If you want to be a guest on the show, email us at bruce at millsway.com. Thanks and have a great day.